Hello, everybody. I'm back to another episode of the Game We Play podcast. Um, obviously, as all of you are aware, because I'm assuming you watch sports, the NFL draft just happened uh, last night, the first day of it. Um, and today is uh, day two of the NFL draft, which starts in actually 19 minutes. But uh, I have a guest today, Brandon. Brandon Dawson, you can say say something, Brandon. How's it going? Uh, Brandon's a huge Eagles fan. Um, can I say you run for this season? The uh, runner or the owner of the Instagram account Philly Season, um, and a uh, huge NFL guy. So, um, what we're gonna be doing here, and and you can, you can just add whatever you want. But um, top five favorite picks from last night, top five least favorite picks from last night, and then our three prospects that we think are gonna be the best, um, in day two or day three, wherever we think they're gonna be drafted. So. Also, this is this is solely based on what like we think. Like, you know, like obviously, if the Giants had Andrew Thomas as their number one tackle, like obviously that's gonna be a good like they think that's gonna be a good move. But like, if I think that Tristan Wirfs is the number one tackle, I can think that that's a bad move for the Giants. So, um, anyways, Brent, why don't you start us off with one of your takes here? Well, obviously, Raiders have been pegged out to get rugs. And they got him. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I mean... one of the few smoke screens that was true. Yeah, the Raiders getting rugs was definitely, like... I I mean, it was... Seemed obvious. Like, it definitely seemed obvious. And I think that... I mean, he's he's a perfect fit for them. Mm -hmm. Plus, Mike Mayock is known to draft players that played in the college football playoff at some point in their career. I mean, going out of his way to get Clellan Farrell two years ago. That was... Mm -hmm. They're starting to build a sneaky good team. I mean, they got Corey Littleton. They got Littleton Mike was Wachowski a good from the Bears. And now on offense, they have Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, Henry Ruggs, Nelson Aguilar. I mean, the, the one thing, though, that bothers me about the Raiders is that they have two of the most average quarterbacks in the NFL by far. They are some very average boys. I mean, like, and, and I, I think they both have different skill sets. Like Carr has, I mean, I mean Carr's like, he's he's like the, I'm I'm trying to find a good comparison for him. He's just so average at everything. He is a weird guy. And then and then obviously Mariota ridiculously efficient in the red zone, very good, you know, in like the short field, but he can't really stretch the field a whole lot. And the thing that 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 I think the rugs pick says is that they're gonna move forward with Carr. Because Mariota isn't going to be able to use Ruggs' speed as well as Carr will. Yeah, best case scenario for them, Mariota as backup pushes Derek Carr to be above average. I mean, yeah, I mean that that's kind of what the Bears are doing with Foles. Mm-hmm. Um, although I hope Foles is the starter, obviously. Um, all right, so my uh, let's see, first pick that I loved, um, and uh, real quick, I'm 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 not going to talk about Javon Kinlaw because that would just be the most biased thing possible. Uh, you know, go Gamecocks, but. Um, anyways, I think, and again, this is, it's it's getting a lot of hate from people that, you know, follow it, but I loved the Jordan Love pick from Green Bay, personally. Um, the I mean, it's, it's the same exact thing they did with uh, Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre, and now they're doing it again with Jordan Love. Uh, Brandon, any, any, any thoughts on that pick? I mean, yeah, they found their guy they want for the future. I mean, he obviously won't play this year, maybe not even the year after that, but he's got... If Aaron Rodgers is mentoring, he's got a good chance. 
high floor player. Yeah, I mean, with all his like physical attributes, player. Yeah, I mean, with all with all his like physical attributes, and his like ability to throw like a deep ball, and you know, he's he's really mobile. I think that's one thing that people don't give him enough credit for. He can, you know, with with mentoring by Aaron Rodgers, who's again a very like, like like mental like precise quarterback. He's you know very like analytical. I feel like he's going to be able to learn a lot and be a lot better. And it reminds me of. I mean, not as of the Rodgers-Favre situation. I mean, I know it's literally what that is. But it reminds me a lot of Garoppolo and uh, Tom Brady is in. Even if Aaron Rodgers plays till he's like 42, that's also trade. I mean, they can move love. So. Um, Only thing I don't like about that pick is they just about. It kind of, something I heard today is that it kind of shows they're choosing the end of their winning window. That is, yeah. I mean, that, that that's very true. But because I, I mean, Roger Shetty doesn't want to play for much, much longer. But I mean, saw something today that they haven't picked a skill player since Aaron Rodgers in the first round. That is cr- really, or maybe Devontae Adams. I don't know if he was first or second. He but. was definitely not first round. Because I mean, out of Fre- I mean, I'm pretty sure Fresno State receiver wouldn't have gone round one. Um, did he go to Fresno? Yeah, he did. Adams with the Fresno State. Um, but, yeah, that's – I mean, I, I would love it if the Packers kind of closed that window, but I just thought that was a ridiculous pick. All right, so now what's a what's an example of a bad pick right here? Like, like n- num- number one worst pick here in the first round. Um, well, I was not a big fan of the Damon Arnett pick. Another Raiders pick. So, so, so you're saying how the Raiders had one of the best picks in rugs and then one of the worst picks in Arnett. Actually, I, kind of a weird thing was the A.J. Terrell pick because there's all this stuff coming out today because uh, I've seen plenty of stuff about how Atlanta said that was their guy and they wouldn't trade back with Philly because they didn't think he was going to be there because other teams were eyeing up to trade up for A.J. Terrell. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy because, I mean, in the consensus media, he wasn't as high yeah, as he, that. But he's uh, just sought after and what's he, CB3? Yeah. Big demand for CBs this year. I mean, if you look at Arnett, too, like, you have Arnett that goes as CB4. And, I mean, I he wasn't even on my top 7 or 8. I mean, I had him at, like, 9 or 10. I liked but, him a lot, but as a second rounder, definitely didn't have a first round. Oh, him. yeah. D- definitely not a first round grade on Arnett. And especially with the Raiders, I mean, I don't even really... I mean, cornerback was not a top need for them, in my opinion. I mean... They could go D line there. I mean, I'm I'm just not really sure what they did there. Um, but then my worst pick by far was definitely pick thirty, the Miami Dolphins taking Noah, a last name that I am just not going to be able to pronounce. It's it's like Ig Ignabone oh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So now that you say that, that was definitely a horrid pick. Who who knows? I mean, <laughs> even if you're saying, even if you want to. Get a slot corner guy. You don't want to spend your first round pick on that. That's someone you can sign easily. Yeah, I mean, granted, that was their third pick technically, but at the same time, you put all this money into Xavier Howard. You put all this money into Byron Jones. They were both record breaking contracts. Yeah, and then you go and take a corner. I mean, yeah, he's a pretty good corner, but like, I mean, also with Jeff Gladney on the board as well. Like, I, I, I mean, Gladney's not a slot guy, but still, it's. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, one pick, I, and I, obviously I love the Burrow pick. I, I, I've, I've expressed my feelings before about Chase Young. I mean, I, I feel like the top 
three picks are all kind of perceived as good picks. Well, circling right circling back around to that Kinlaw pick, I mean, uh, San Fran they got they. I didn't see the details of that trade, but they got whatever they got from allowing the Buccaneers to jump up in front of them to grab Worfs. I think I think it was like two later picks. Cause I mean, I mean that's still they were gonna take Kinlaw anyway. I like the value they got for the pick by. Yeah. Absolutely hate the sense that they traded a. A D tackle for a D tackle, pretty mm-hmm. much. That's I mean that's that's fair, but I Especially think one thing. Especially when uh. Reports come out that uh was it was it Armstead or Buckner that got moved? It was Buckner. I, it was Buckner. Okay. There I mean, was reports that came out that the San Fran D said that he was their MVP last year, and as we all know, San Fran was carried by their D. That's yeah. That's okay. So back to the Kinlaw pick. Sorry, there. Uh, I got called in the middle of filming this. So that there's there's gonna be a really weird cutoff in there, and I apologize for it. I am in no way an editor. So. Anyways, we were talking about the Kinlaw pick, and yeah, uh, it's horrible. Like, like that that trade that they got to move Buckner, and then now they just take him to D lineman. I mean, I'm huge on Kinlaw. Obviously, I'm a, I mean, I mean, I, I go to South Carolina, but like, it it had to be because of money. Yeah, I mean, you can delve into the money, but just the concept. Same with the lines. Just getting rid of a good player to go and draft the same position. I think Okuda's a little bit different because, again, Detroit hasn't really had a whole lot of success. They had a lot of issues with Matt Patricia. Oh yes. I mean, I I I think that's a little a, a little different, but I I I don't get the Forty ers reasoning behind that, especially when you have guys like Jerry Judy and Ceedee Lamb on the board. When you're gonna take a receiver, anyways. I mean, I know it's a deeper draft to receiver than it is D tackle, but I mean, I, I I don't really get it. I mean. I mean, Kinlaw's main aspect is that he's a very good, like, you know, run defender as, like, a D-tackle. And there's a lot of those this year. There's not a whole lot of pass-rushing D-tackles, but I feel like they could have gotten a good value with, like, a Neville Gallimore or something like that later in the draft. Um, so another pick that I loved, just absolutely loved, was the um, was the Bucks moving up one and taking Tristan Wirfs. He was my tackle one. Um, I mean, I didn't. I would not have imagined a scenario where he got past Arizona. I mean that. I mean, worth slipping to Tom, to the team with Tom Brady. It's I huge. mean, I it's ridiculous. I mean, wait, where where was he on your tackle rankings? I mean, I don't really delve into much tackle rankings, but I Fair. I liked him a lot. I mean, I I don't know why New York went Andrew Thomas one. Um, I mean, I. I mean, I, I, I guess they must be looking that they have Saquon Barkley and he's a really good run blocker. I mean, that's probably something to do with it. Um, but now that I'm really thinking about it, there wasn't a really whole lot of bad picks last night. It was a pretty deep mm-hmm. first round. And it was pretty, I mean, it's never predictable, but, I mean, a lot of the picks, you, you could have kind of said it's probably going to be one of these couple guys. Yeah. So now, just because just I feel like we have to talk about it, I know you're an Eagles fan. Um... C.D. Lamb. We we have to talk about it. I feel like that was the biggest story last night in terms of him dropping a little bit. He didn't fall, but... And then obviously going into the most revenued team in the NFL, b- being the Cowboys. Uh, I, I know you've already talked to me about the pick, but g- give us your thoughts on what on what you think happened there with Dallas. So initially pretty upset that Philly couldn't trade up because he fell so far. I mean, you don't expect C.D. to get past 12 or 13, but... Yeah. I mean, if you go through the picks, uh, you know, Denver at 15, they're not giving up their pick. 
for someone to come take a receiver. And then Tampa Bay and San Fran, they had their trade at 13-14. So Philly would have had to move up way too high for a team that, you know, mm-hmm. it, it just wasn't and able to the, happen. The money pick to move up would have been 16 right in front of Dallas, but Atlanta was concerned that if they moved back to 21, they wouldn't have a chance for A.J. Terrell because they figured if, yeah. I think, Saints, a couple, well, Saints and Raiders, I think, were reported to have taken them. Yeah. They would have had... Taking them. Vegas definitely would have taken them at 19 because they obviously took Arnett. Um, I think that, I mean, in the sense that Philly couldn't get him, that helps Dallas immensely. Because obviously, as, as you told me earlier, they, you know, they, it helps their defense because they don't have to guard him now two times a year. But I think at the same time, if you look at Dallas, I mean, I personally don't think that receiver is even one of their top three needs right now. Um, losing Travis Frederick uh, this offseason – um, you know, losing Byron Jones and having, in my opinion, a, you know, besides DeMarcus Lawrence, they also lost Robert Quinn. They don't really have a whole lot of guys at the D-line. I see the Cowboys with a whole lot more needs than wide receiver when they already paid Amari Cooper and have Michael Gallup. But you do bring a good point, though, about not having to play him. Well, I guess if you think about it as value of 17 pick, who, I mean... They don't want to take only person they can maybe take at seventeen for great value be Kayvon Chasing, but uh, I mean, safety, no safety went in the first round, did they? I think that's uh, so. so uh, I, I that, genuinely have a problem with so that. So that kind of would have been. I mean, if if Dallas would have taken a safety at seventeen, in hindsight, seeing that no safety, that it would have been a bad pick. Been a good value pick. So let's and, say that. Let's just say that, like, McKinney would have gone last night at some point. Would you have then said that that would have been, a, like, a more justifiable pick for Dallas as opposed to, like... Because I think team needs, need... Yeah, because, yeah, like, I, I think in team need, their their biggest team need is definitely their secondary. Like, if, if Dallas doesn't take somebody in the secondary tonight, that's just terrible. I mean, they're just in a huge sticky situation because they could get no good need for the... Again, I apologize to those that are listening. That was a, just another random cutout for no apparent reason. Um, I, again, another person called me, so my apologies. Um, so back to Dallas. Um, and again, this is going to be the worst edited podcast ever. Um, so I, again, apologize for that. Uh, I, I'm probably not even going to listen to it because it's going to sound so awkward. But anyways, uh, Dallas, obviously now, that, that I mean, you're, you're right. They, they definitely got good value with CeeDee Lamb. But do you think that if they would have traded down, they could have gotten more and fixed more holes? Well, that would be ideal for them, but I think keeping them from trading down was they knew for a fact that, I mean, Philly was entertaining offers to trade up for CD. They probably, they took CD, so they definitely didn't want Philly to get them, so I think that's why they didn't trade down. I think it's a lot more, now now that I'm like really like processing it and everything, I think it's a lot more of they didn't want the Eagles to have him then they're kind of in a really sticky situation when yeah. you delve into it. All right. So anyways, on to uh on to tonight, which starts now. Um top 3 players you think get picked tonight in terms of like career. Just like not, you know, they, they maybe not look like the best picks right now or they may, you know, they may be iffy, but but who do you think down the line is going to be a really good player? Well, I mean, there's no really good uh first round value running backs in this draft. I mean, the first running back went on 32, which is basically the same as pick 33 or 34. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I do like Jonathan Taylor a lot, and second-round running backs have always been known to go off. That I mean, 
So I could see I could see a running back from this round doing very well. And 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 out of those, you pick Taylor as your top guy. I do like Jonathan Taylor a lot. Um, so I think it's funny. My top running back, who I thought wasn't going to go until rounds late second or third, was uh Clyde Edwards. Uh, was Clyde Edwards Hilaire, who obviously went last pick last night. So I thought that was crazy. So, um. I'm not sure how I think the running backs are going to be. Uh, I feel like Taylor is, I mean, looking back at all the Wisconsin running backs, I mean, I don't think Melvin Gordon was actually that great. I think he was more of a product. But, like, you have Monty Ball, guys like uh, Clay early on. Like, like Wisconsin running backs, it's just kind of like a system there, and it makes me a little iffy about Taylor, um, personally. Um, I like Dobbins, okay. A.J. Dillon's kind of an athletic freak, but he's kind of dumb, <laughs> Um, I'm really big on a uh, Cole Kmet, um, the tight end at uh, the tight end at Notre Dame. It's like a possession guy. Um, he's a pretty good run blocker. He's a you know he, he's a big guy. He can catch the ball uh, in the middle of the field. Um, but that's that's my top prospect for tonight. Um, obviously, I also love Xavier McKinney, uh, saved from Alabama. I I don't know how he didn't get picked in the first round. I really have no clue. Um, also, guys like Ross Blacklock, who's who's uh, popping up on the TV right now. Um, big D tackle out of TCU. TCU has a lot of prospects. They had Gladney and Rieger and wow. Um, how do you feel Hurts? Uh, do, do you have any opinion about Jalen Hurts, Jake Fromm, and Jacob Eason? I do like Jalen Hurts a lot. I mean, his his physical QB skill isn't there. He's not the best. He's not the best technical quarterback, but I think his leadership. He's he's kind of a baller. He has good win ability. I just think that. If he gets in the right hands, which is scenario for most quarterbacks, but I could see Jalen Hurts having a semi-successful career. I think Jalen Hurts is a lot of where does he go. I, th- I think it's a lot more where does he go for him than, than any other quarterback in the draft right now. Um, and, and, I mean, I'm not huge on him. Um, Big 12 quarterback playing. I mean, technically he was an SEC quarterback too, but – you know, l- l- last year he was he was really good at Oklahoma, and then he played LSU, and it just like all came tumbling down because I I thought he was going to be quarterback four um, before the LSU game. Watched that obviously that was just such a nightmare. It exposed everything that was bad about him for for me at least. Um, but you're right, he's an athletic freak. He has ridiculous abilities. I'm high on Eason. Um, good arm. You know, tall, but he doesn't really have like a like like that gamer factor that I think quarterbacks need. Um, and then obviously Jake Fromm is <laughs> Jake Fromm is so fucking terrible. Um, I mean I'm biased. I hate Jake Fromm, but uh, do you have any opinion on Fromm? Just uh, he's just he's, he's he's not great. He's so bad. He's not a great prospect. <laughs> I just think it's funny how people like 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 a year ago, like two years ago, were saying how f- this was this class was was Tua and Fromm. Like I, I will always remember it was Tua Fromm and Herbert was was what people were touting up this quarterback class to be. And I think Fromm, it's it's funny how Fromm is now quarterback. He's my quarterback eight. Um, I actually have a uh, the guy from FIU and the guy from North Texas over him. Um, but it's just pretty ridiculous. Um, any bold predictions? Uh. Uh, involving NFL players being traded tonight? Because I've heard rumors that, that uh, your Eagles may be shopping Alshon tonight. I mean, lo- love to see 
You want to get rid of him so badly. I mean, I do. I think it really improved chemistry, but hopefully it'd be exciting to see some players themselves move because didn't see too much of that yesterday. Yeah, it was just a few picks. Because that'll, that'll make second round a lot more exciting if uh, – if like if it's some actual like talented mm-hmm. NFL guys for me, I mean I've heard Chris Jones. I mean I've heard the Chiefs are shopping Chris Jones, which is pretty ridiculous. Obviously, uh, Alshon Jeffrey. Um, who are the Colts? Uh, the Panthers are shopping Curtis Samuel. Um, you know that's a good slot receiver. I could see somebody like Tampa Bay trying to make a move for Curtis Samuel, uh, but that's also in division, so I don't know. But also Carolina's rebuilding, so. But I, I'm gonna make the bold take that, um. The Pittsburgh Steelers make a move for Alshon Jeffrey. Um, I think it's a, he's a good compliment to um, Juju, and I feel like you know they're gonna try to make one more winning push with Ben. I don't, I don't know why they still have Ben, but um, I could see them moving a third rounder for uh, Alshon. So I mean, that's also good value for him for you guys. Um, I do think that's good value. The only reason I'm skeptical about that is I don't know how much of their picks this year they'll move since they didn't have a first. That's true. That's true. Um, I think one uh an, an, one other team to watch out for is the Rams. Um, being obviously it's their first season in their giant stadium, they're gonna want to be good. Um, they lost some pieces. And I feel like they could, again, they didn't have a first-round pick, but I feel like they could move some of their picks, you know, in the second or third round to try to get, like, uh, like for sure NFL talent rather than gambling on a young player. I mean, especially because they have, like, I feel like every position in their defense is either, like, top tier in the NFL or dog shit. Yep. I mean, they go from Donald and Ramsey and you know they have a uh, who's the other guy they have that's really good. Um, the do they have a linebacker that's really good? Well, they just lost Corey Littleton. They did ju- okay. That wow, they do have a lot of holes. They may need those fixed. All right. Well, anyways, um, is there anything you want to add about the draft so far? All right. Well, anyways, that is the game we play podcast covering the draft. Um, uh, probably gonna make another one of these wrapping everything up in the weekend. So signing off.